What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Hamburglar, the time is yours. Bravo, bravo. He said, these are McDonald's best burgers ever. And then, can I keep them? And then he just grabbed them and ran away. Brabble. Now get a Big Mac or double cheeseburger for two bucks in the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Must opt into rewards. Visit McD app for details. Available at most restaurants in this area. Comparison of McDonald's classic burgers to prior burgers. After many weeks away, Tim and Joel call it in the ring. We were Isn't here last strange? week. We were, we were here. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get a, a cheap pop because that's the go-to right now. We have made our returns to our homes and places yes. of business. Yes, there we go. How are you doing, Tim? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Living my life. Yeah, just one day at a time. Yep. Watched, watched like all the. I even watched a rampage. Watch Rampage, <gasps> yeah. Watch so, Raw, watch SmackDown, watch Dynamite. Didn't watch NXT. No, I, yeah. I understand. August yeah, is a really yeah. weird month this month because there's no SummerSlam. SummerSlam is the end of July. There are no pay per views for like the first time in decades in August. So like my weekends are completely devoid of pro wrestling. Like like the the, the mainstream yeah, wrestling. Like GCW yeah, yeah, ran last night. Stuff. So like yeah. yeah, and like I was keeping tabs on an XPW show. I really regret that anyway what does, what does the x stand for extreme yeah xpw otherwise known as the the, the um, company that was uh profiled on dark side of the ring uh but i was paying attention because ty valkyrie is their uh, their women's champion mm. and because of that i'm currently taking stock of how ty's championship reigns are going because at emergence she dropped the knockouts tag titles and so I have a theory, Tim, that Taya might start dropping her plethora of titles. She holds, she doesn't hold the knockouts tag titles anymore, but she did hold, she does hold the XPW Women's Championship yeah. still after last night. She retained over Jody Threat. Um, and then she's got the AAA Arena to Arenas Championship, which she is defending against Thunder Rosa at Triple Mania. And that's October 15th in Tijuana. And then she has the MLW Featherweight championship which is their women's championship uh so she's got three championships she had four if she starts dropping them by the end of october i think we might see frankie monet back <laughs> i was gonna say to what end retirement no yeah no god no i think her oh, and man. maybe uh johnny john. morrison yeah bring back john good I, bring jo both back johnny drip drip let's do it maybe we'll finally get ms maurice morrison and monet 
Yes. And I talked about that on the True Heel Heat Friday night watch along. Yeah. Thank you, by the way, True Heel Heat. Y'all had me on. That was a blast. I had a good time. We were watching God, SmackDown, Rampage, and Impact Emergence. You know what show ended last of the three? Unfortunately, it was Rampage. Yeah. I did not like Rampage this week. I'm sorry. No, I no. Yeah, I, I very much enjoyed Dynamite, but Rampage was not good. <laughs> they they cut out the one thing that I thought, that, that spoiler-wise, they had, and that was the Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara uh, challenge and acceptance. Sorry, spoilers for All Out. And they didn't put that in uh, the, the Rampage show this week, even though they taped it. It's very strange. Don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're, oh, they're probably maybe they're just doing it on Dynamite. <laughs> Whatever. It was the Parker Boudreaux show. On well, it like, sure was. I don't know what the what the hell. <laughs> what do you mean? I, what do you mean, what the hell? It was exactly what you expected. I, like, I don't... I am disappointed by whatever the trust busters are. Again, another thing that began on Dark and has... You know, they did, they've done a good job of explaining what the hell. Um, but it sucks. And who is that dork with the upside-down visor? First like, of all, that is independent wrestling legend Slim J. How dare you? Slim um, J. Okay. Yeah, I know. No one's going to explain to you who he is, even though he has. He does have an extensive background in wrestling. That's uh, good. But you wouldn't know because sometimes AEW just doesn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There, there, again, Dynamite was a lot of fun. There was it was it felt disjointed. I was DMing with a couple people, and we were just kind of like, "It's good, but it's weird." There was a lot of backstage promos for a change. Yeah. Which, isn't bad for AEW. Well, was, yeah, especially there was, yeah, yeah. At one point, it was all matches and no storytelling. This time, it felt like they're they're trying, but some of the stuff they were trying for was weird. Like the women's segment with Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm being like, "Chris Dallander is injured, so guess what? You're the number one contender, Tony Storm." And Tony Storm's like, "Yeah, I guess I am. I guess I, I am, guess even though I, I just lost my shot." Very strange, but uh, well, we'll get into AEW, we'll get into WWE, we'll talk about all these returns. It is return season, uh, but first, how about we tell you that you can leave a thumbs up here on this video, here on Fightful Overbooked, leave us a comment, and subscribe to the channel, because guess what? We're going to overtake that main Fightful channel. We are going to be ahead of the 76,000 of you that subscribe to Fightful. Instead, how about you subscribe to Fightful Over the Book? We also have a Discord link. Go, go. It's in the Discord we talk about wrestling. We hang out. We do the whole thing. Go and join us. Tim's just staring aimlessly at the camera as he says, I love the Discord. And you can send us your super chats. Support us here at Fightful Overbooked. It's that little dollar sign underneath the chat here on YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Any amount of question or statement read on the air. Timothy, where do we start? Uh, yeah, let's talk about this in a structured way uh rather than the chaos i was trying to introduce uh, a moment ago uh i enjoy, this. I enjoy that raw? You, want, raw? you want to start with raw so it's funny because i'm thinking about all these returns and i'm just like oh there was Karen cross a couple weeks ago and yeah. then they did hit row on smackdown yeah. and then on smack and then then cm punk came back and kenny omega is yeah. probably coming back on wednesday and i was like what happened on raw and then i remembered dexter loomis came back on raw he sure did in a way that was like made clear via social media, but on the show you couldn't. You could kind of see it, and then they're like, "Is that? Is that? Is that, is that they Dexter? did a is well." Here's well, and here's then we just saw AJ celebrate for five more minutes. But I mean, I love the way they did it. They did. Yeah, me draw... too. I didn't complain. Like I'm not complaining. Yeah. It was just. It was. It was strange. The, the show is much more watchable all of a sudden. And again, I I can't believe how quickly this is happening. Like exactly. I, I very much enjoyed the way that they had Dexter Loomis uh, reintroduced. They didn't do it. They, they drew absolutely like 
10% attention to it. Yeah. They did exactly what you would in a real sports environment where you're just like, oh, a fan seems to have ran on the field, but they're panning and they're not showing you the fan. They're just kind of alerting you to the fact that something happened. And I thought that was really good. Um, the car crash stuff in the background of Raw throughout the night was both hilarious and jarring. I felt bad for I, the talent who were doing interviews while everyone on social care. media. Was I did not like, find it that bad. You can rewatch stuff, eh? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, stop watching it live. Just rewatch it after, and you can go back and if you're if you find you can't focus on one thing or the other, you can just watch both. Go back, do a second pass. I didn't mind it. I thought that was very interesting. It's different. Like I, I, I yes. like, I like that something weird is happening in the show. Like pro wrestling to me should be like at any given time you have like twelve different stories, little stories being told on a show, right? And both SmackDown and Raw should have twelve separate stories so that you can leave a couple off, but everyone gets like you know five to fifteen minutes per show, and you tell a little bit more of a story, like a soap opera, right? So, yeah. Like, so I'm noticing that my that. focus is off. <gasps> I know I'm not focused today, Tim. I'm not focused. Now I am. Uh, I I use a manual focus because the automatic ones are dog shit in my world. So Mm. I just because they'll always fix. They'll fix it on the masks instead of the me. Um, The masks are prettier (laughs) than I am. The more drawing faces. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, No, I I I did enjoy the way that they did this because again in pro wrestling the the, this is a Kevin Dunn slash Vince McMahon theory for the most part, but it actually is one of the ones that work. And it's the idea that you leave your audience remembering two and a half things. Mm-hmm. And every show you should walk away being like, I remember this, this, and I, I guess someone might jog my memory about this. And they, I think all of wrestling this week, minus Rampage, did a really good job yeah. of, of giving ah! you that two and a half. I, I remember at least, yeah, no, I remember one. Remember Parker. Yeah, which is the worst. But if the show's going to be three hours or two hours, then two and a half things is great. If it's one hour, I, I guess one thing is fine. Yeah. If, unfortunately, thing. the one thing is, is Parker. Then I don't Yeah. They've you. just made some decisions that are befuddling to me, to say the it's, least. But we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get to that. Uh, um, yeah. So, so, I mean, what do you want to start with? The, the women's tag team tournament has opened up. Uh, yes. The teams are very interesting. On the left bracket, you've got Tamina and Dana Brooke, Eo Sky, Dakota Kai, uh, Asuka and Alexa Bliss, and Nikki ASH and Dewdrop in the original video original photo it was do drop duo drop duo drop duo drop that sounds like a pokemon it really does, it does. they fixed it either way tamina and dana brooke are defeated by eoskai and dakota kai no shock there no surprise yeah <laughs> on the right side of the bracket the smackdown side they've got well smackdown and nxt it's raquel rodriguez Aliyah, and then they took on shotzi and zaya lee this past friday night Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark from NXT are taking on Natalia and Zoe uh, Zoe Deville. Wow, Sonia Deville. So we'll get into the match on SmackDown, but it was kind of weird that they telegraphed the finals for the women's tag team tournament, at least on the SmackDown side, the semifinals. Yeah, yeah. It feels yeah. like it's EO and Dakota going all the way to the end, unless they decide to pull a fast one and then do a EO and Dakota. Or, or sorry, the, the women's tag finals are in Clash of the Castle, at which point the six-woman tag that they set up in the opening segment of Raw becomes, you know, totally, it, it just becomes uh, six women and not about the women's tag titles or about the Raw women's tag titles. I think they're yep. kind of being purposely daft about when the finals will be. Um, and it might be because of that. And it might also be the Sasha Naomi segment. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like it, it's, it's, they're just trying to time things out, keeping their options a little bit open in case. Cause I don't think, I don't think it's finalized yet. I don't know. I, I feel like 
I feel like it's finalized. I feel like the, the so. they're waiting on some creative plan. That's that's my general feeling. But it feels like they're back. It feels yeah. like they're back, or at least they're 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 packing their bags and getting ready to to take a vacation and then come back fresh. I don't know. How are you feeling about the women's tag tournament? You saw the uh, you saw the match between Tamina and Dana and Io and Dakota, and then we saw what happened on SmackDown. How are you feeling about this tournament? Stumpy brackets. I know they're your favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's better. It's better than it was before in that there is a women's tag tournament. The teams are all thrown together. I like that they acknowledge that on the commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a means to an end. I think they can rebuild after they actually have tag champions. <laughs> Hopefully set up some actual tag teams. I, I mentioned on Twitter, like, I long for the day when tag teams enter as tag teams because they're actually tag teams rather than this, like, like seeing Aaliyah and Raquel come out separately. It's like, I don't care. Like hate that. Hate it so much. Just make tag teams, like hire more people. Uh, Don't worry. They're doing that. That they're doing. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's plaguing them right now. So it's good to see that they're working towards it. This, like I said, this tournament is a means to an end. Uh, Just build up Bailey's faction and, and keep going. Like, but here's the thing. Do you really want to give it to Dakota and EO and then bring in Sasha and Naomi to have them defeat Dakota and EO? You're right, because then we need a third for, right. for Naomi and Sasha, which well, I, don't, I don't know. Not even that. I mean, the women's tag t- titles. Yeah. yeah. You've got no, the- I mean, to continue anything after that, you need someone else in there. But um... Oh, you just had Tamina and it's team bad all over again. No. What's what? Leave, what? Leave Tamina what? out of it. Tamina is always the answer, Tim. I don't know what you're I talking know. about. I know for you anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Well, who do you think is winning to to drop it? Maybe do drop and Nikki. Well, I mean, honestly, I made that I made that comment about Nikki and Dewdrop getting a shot at Clash of the Castle. But if the finals were a Clash of the Castle, oh yes, yeah, yeah, you did talk about that last. Yeah, week. Yeah, we talked about it thought. last week, and and the reason being because they're both from the UK. They're not too far from home. Cardiff versus uh, Scotland and. Nikki is she Scottish? Scottish. They're both Scottish. They're both Scottish. Yeah, Scottish. they're both Scottish. So you know, it's like a three-hour plane ride. But either way, like they're in their their home vicinity. Uh, but I, I don't know. Like you could do Alexa and Asuka versus Na- versus um, Naomi and and Sasha. But then one of those teams has to turn. And if it's Naomi and Sasha, like that's fine. And then Naomi, like you can have Naomi integrate herself with the bloodline which i know people have been like really after i, I don't know time. that that's happening <laughs> i don't <laughs> like... think it's happening either um but we'll see I, again because it's a new world and the triple h world is now we'll listen to you if you have a, a creative idea yeah um, it, it could happen but i don't know there, that's the one thing it's like this is such it's built up to be so obviously eo sky and dakota kai that it almost can't be eo sky and dakota kai and and yeah i, th- I yeah i don't know i think Dewdrop and Nikki are actually good choices to have, like, slingshot it to just win it, lose it, move on. They get another feather in their cap that they can not, the commentary can not do. Like, you know, Nikki will have then been a women's champion and a tag team champion. So three weeks ago, this absolutely would have happened. Uh, Nikki yeah. and Zoe winning. Well, not, I don't think they would have been in the bracket. I think they would have found two other. <laughs> There wouldn't have been a women's tag tournament. True. They just would have. Yeah, exactly. So like, but I don't know. There is that fear in me that Triple H thinks they're ready, but I don't don't think so. (laughs) I don't think anyone can watch their backstager and and think that it's time. (laughs) 
it's such a random asset. It's like this is their their on screen tryout for exactly. the main roster. Like this is a and camera test. <laughs> some people are gonna love Nikita Lyons. Some people are gonna love Zoe Stark. And clearly Zoe Stark is beloved in Florida, which but sure, okay. And like Nikita Lyons is is also um enjoyed by many places that are not Twitter. And that's fine. Sure, whatever. This is their opportunity and we'll see what they do with it. Uh but Natty and Sonia on SmackDown were very much standing there watching that opening contest with Raquel and Aaliyah and Zion Shotzi being like we're scouting our competition. It's like, what do you mean you're scouting your competition? Your competition's next week. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't doesn't take much and then apparently michael tape. cole like gave it away and said something like in two weeks they have the winners of this team and i'm just like wait a minute hold up <laughs> just stumpier than before yep so whatever came and went the, the women's tag tournament i think is a lot more interesting than people are expecting i don't think it's going to yeah. be as cut and dry as eo and dakota and that and i said that i was i i said eo and dakota got it they're in the final but if they Again, if EO and Dakota get pinned and and they're out of the tournament, then they'll announce that Clash of the Castle is going to be the finals. Yeah. Um, if they go a EO Dakota before Clash of the Castle, then it feels like they'll have the team of EO Dakota and Bailey walking in with you know the, the we got the women's tag titles and then they'll have Bianca Belair with the Raw women's the Raw women's title and then maybe. Asuka and Alexa are like, I want a chance at that titles. Make it a winner take all type of thing. I don't know. It's yeah. Weird. Yeah, 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 it's good. It's, it's intriguing. It is. There's a lot going on. Uh, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins beat Angelo Dawkins in a good match. Yep. Very I don't good. have anything to add to that to you. No, it was good. They did a little backstage about Riddle. It was good. It's good. It's advancing the story. A little bit at a time. Bro. Bro. Oh, Dana White line. Choice. Randy. Yeah, that was actually yeah, all good. good. I enjoyed it. Love it. Uh, Ray and Dominic and Edge and the line of the night, which was, you should trust him. I've known Edge for 20 years. And then Dom looks at his dad and says, well, you've known me for 25 years. <laughs> oh, petulant brat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just sitting there, I'm like, he's got a good point, Ray. You are his dipshit. He's your dipshit son. Yeah, okay. you made him this way. Ah, it's great that Rhea whooped his ass. That was great. I love this. I love everything about it. I love they've taken Dominic and put him in a in a in a position where I want to watch him. I want to see what happens to him on TV as long as he's getting his ass beat by Rhea Ripley every week. Sub Mysterio. Sub Mysterio. And they keep doing it because they keep people keep interacting with it on socials. People love this shit. It's ridiculous. But that's the thing. They they finally like they took a feud that I hated. <laughs> I wanted to go away with in a, like every sense, everyone involved. And now I'm a little bit interested. A little bit interested. Like, yeah. I'm also interested in this Miz and Champa thing. Yeah. They've they've done something with Champa. They've made him a relatable character. They're Brutal giving you, me, man. Look, oh, match. We'll, we'll talk about the match. Yeah. The promo that that chop a cut with the harley race jacket and be like i'm gonna wear this jacket to you know to to, to promote or not to promote to um sorry <laughs> words are hard if you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes insomnia brain fog moodiness or weight gain you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging the experts at midi health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause and MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 
91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At noon on a Sunday. Uh, he's he's going to wear it in honor of his of his trainer, Harley Race, and all this stuff. It was really good. It was just yeah. really good. And it feels like we're going to get a slow burn of Champa and the Miz, Champa's face turn, and then Miz and Champa have a, a feud, which is fine. I, I'm good with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it looks like Champa is definitely getting the push that he deserves and the push that Triple H wants to give him because, you know, we are NXT. Yeah, I, this is much better. <laughs> like, like actually enjoying watching the show now. Uh, if you were to shave your beard mm. completely off, like 100%, mm. how long would it take for you to grow it back in like a big bushy style? Big bushy? Mm -hmm. Big bushy, like three weeks, I think. Three weeks, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm pretty sure after KO annihilated Ezekiel, that was the first question Triple H asked him. Yeah, I understand <laughs> how much time you need off. <laughs> Ezekiel's like, uh, I guess I can grow this back and like, I don't know, give me a month. <laughs> Let me go to Cabo, <laughs> get some good uh, beard oils. You know, would be very good. funny. Just both, yeah, both, the, both the, the Elias beard. That's 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 three months, baby. I think maybe more. Yeah, you think so? That's longer. Oh, big brother Elias gonna come back, avenge his, his busted brother. And that's gonna be KO and Elias, like we've never seen them before. <laughs> uh I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I, I yeah, I'm really happy to see KO get his um his his fire back and not just be like that asshole KO who beats people up and then eventually loses. This looks like we can get some sort of the prize fighter back. Yeah. So, yeah, just someone with time. an edge, someone who actually has the ability to to be um, a foil for a top level baby face. I'm good with yep. that. And then Ezekiel coming back is always good entertainment. Yeah, it's funny. Even though Triple H like hated that character. He's going to come back with a mask and do El Vagabondo again. And everyone's going to be like, I remember that from NXT. And by which I mean like seven people are going to be like, I remember that from NXT. Either way. Um, so they stretch it out. Ezekiel. Poor Ezekiel. I like they could get a third. They could get a third brother in there like midway through the beard regrowth. Just saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. guy. Oh, by the way, yeah, that's going to be the Elrond or El Elrod, 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 Erwin. Well, this is my Scientology brother, Elrod. Oh my God, I could use another cult leader character. <laughs> I like that they set up Edge and Damien Priest for Toronto. That's going to be a great match. You and I will hopefully mm -hmm. be at Raw that uh, next Monday, not this Monday. Yeah, next Monday. yeah. Well, and then we'll talk all about it on this podcast, which is why y'all leave a thumbs up, right? Um, that's why we do it. What else is going on here? Finn and Rey Mysterio had happened, and Finn won. Cool. The 50-50 that, I'm sure, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just scrolling through my notes again. Women's tag title. Uh, they did a 10-minute match, which was good. I mean, listen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, They did the car stuff. We talked about the car stuff. Lashley and Ciampa was a great match. Went Very into the good. third hour. Just a lot of fun. Really happy. I don't know if I expected Lashley to retain, but I can't tell you. That's I'm the thing. Surprised. I no, same. Like, I I think they gave it a little bit of doubt by having him cut that Harley race thing, saying, like, I'm winning for night, tonight for him. Like, I, I like that. I like that there was uncertainty there. It, it felt like it was rare. <laughs> before. And both men looked strong, which is a rarity in WWE these days. They found a way to make Ciampa look credible and remain credible in defeat. He gave Lashley his all. Lashley is that character who is so dominant. He's a human. As a human, he's a dominant-looking big dude who yeah. can absolutely beat the shit out of you. And for Ciampa to be able to hang with him in the eyes of fans, it makes him look 
really, really good and really strong. I was a big fan of that. I really liked that, uh, like the match and I liked the outcome. It made sense. And I do think that Chomp is going to win that U.S. championship sooner or later. Yeah. 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 Feels that way. And, you know, that championship actually has some like value now, both of the, the mid card ones. Good. Omash squashed the guy. No one cared. <laughs> two guys. Two guys. You're right. We're going back to that. Whatever. I, I'm fine, fine with that. It, that. I like that older style. Like, bring. I love the enhancement talent. I love the scrubs. Yes. The local scrubs showing up again. I love it so much. They did it with Hit Row on SmackDown too. Oh, it's so it. useful. It's so <laughs> useful, and it's like it's a five minute segment. Who cares? Like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do, it, do that as much as you need to. They used it's to very, do that on Heat every week. Yes, like, I was gonna say it's very. It was very old school. Of course, they used to do that back in the back in the seventies, back in the eighties, whatever. But they also used to do it uh, as most recently as SmackDown Live in yeah. twenty sixteen when they when they started that up. So I'm a big fan of of having enhancement talent. Same. And also, there are like certain Twitter accounts that will tell you who they are and where you've seen them. And yeah. like ninety percent of the time, you've seen them on Dark during the pandemic, or you didn't because you don't watch Dark. Either way, most of these people have appeared on Dark in some former fashion during For the sure. pandemic. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Gable takes on Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler wins in his hometown. It was good. I like that was- too. I was like, hey, a match for a match sake. Like we get Dolph, like a hometown thing. What were they? Cleveland. Yeah, they're in Cleveland, which is uh, his 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 town. That's uh, Ziggler's yeah. hometown. It's good. It's good. Yeah. And then AJ Styles versus the Miz. Miz does not win in his hometown, but he doesn't get humiliated either. AJ Styles wins. Yeah. Uh, it was a no DQ match. They had set that up earlier with the uh, and it was a good no DQ match. match. There were yes. things that weren't just kendo sticks, but the uh, kendo stick was used to affect that I didn't mind it when it's not literally the only thing they're allowed to use. Like Miz throwing a chair at uh, AJ's head as he goes for the phenomenal forearm. Good stuff. I like so it. good. Like I, I yeah, this was ugh, man. It's such a shock. Like it's 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 so different. I really didn't expect it to be this different. And still so, stuck with the trappings of old storylines, right? Like they still have what was left for them. So it feels like they're trying to make you care, which is nice, and, and make you Dunn. invest. Yeah, whatever it is, what it is. Yeah. Um, and, and he's not even the one doing the camera shots. Like that's not his no, I know. fault. It's, it's yeah, but he's the one yeah. executive producing the show. Um, no, I just listen. I'm not going to tell you that like all three hours of Raw are unmissable, or and you got to no, watch I mean, all three hours. No, it could be, to if pick it was not three hours, it would be better. But right, but the money is there, so you get the money and run. You can easily go through 90 minutes of Raw and enjoy it nowadays, which is good. Yeah. I'll take that any time of the week. Uh, do you want to finish off WWE and then do AW, or do you want to go to Wednesday and do this? Yeah, yeah, no, let's jump over to SmackDown. Uh, women's tag team tournament Aliyah and Raquel defeated Zion Shotzi. It was not surprised. They no, love Raquel. Fine. Yeah, I, this was not like I saw a lot of people being like, "Oh, the wrong team won," and I was like, eh, "But like they've actually so. done." Me neither. Like they've done some work with Raquel. Like again, they're stuck with what they were handed at the end of this. They've done some work on Raquel. They have not done any work for Zaya or Shotzi. Like Zaya, they gave her a hat. Is better than the A. She always had the hat. The big hat? She always had it in NXT, at least, I think. I don't think so. I don't remember a big hat. I don't know. Eh, Big hat. (laughs) It's the new Malibu Stacy. It's the same Malibu Stacy as before, but she's got a new hat. I want it. I want it. I want it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's better than the AR crap. Hey, that. Uh, Shotzi doesn't have her tank back. That'd be nice. Did they do the Roman tree? Oh, Uh, Roman wasn't on SmackDown. There was no Roman tree. It was just the Usos. I just want to remind everyone about the Roman tree. So I'm just going to put up the Roman tree. Yeah. Oh, nightmares. Oh, baby. That is nightmare fuel if I ever heard it. 
the Roman yeah. and Usos tree. The true so. Anyway, uh, so so the match happens. Yeah, like you said, Raquel Rodriguez is being pushed to the moon. Uh, Zaya is great. She also KO'd people before she got called up. So there is kind of that. Uh, that's not me disparaging her. That's me just being like, check a kicks and then, you know, we'll keep going. And Shotzi, I love Shotzi. And you know what? There's an opportunity for her to be this like abrasive piece of shit heel. And she's trying to do it. I just think they got to figure out how to do it without making her be yelling into the camera. Yeah, I was about to say, like, some coaching on when and what to screech because, like, the stuff she says doesn't come off as... as it, it 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 comes off as, like, a, a, a dork child getting angry rather than, like, someone who is dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, give yeah. me... Give me a Shotzi that has a little more character behind her. I'd be all for yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, okay. So other than that, I mean, Drew McIntyre came out without the sword. It seems like Drew's, that's gone for now. Thank God. Drew's been good. Like, he's like, every week you interfere, I'm going to beat your ass. Loved it. And they did this tag match thing in the end, which, like, didn't love the two-on-one. But I do love Mad Cat Moss continuing to get, like, some shine in a way that makes sense. Like, I, it works for me having him run out. It's time. It's we're on our way, baby. We're happening. If we don't get this, then we got to get this. Yeah, Look at that yeah, smile. Yeah. That is the smile of a champion. That's the guy. That's 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 my guy. Love you, buddy. On champion right there. Anyway, uh, and I did enjoy that. I didn't enjoy the tag team champions losing, uh, non-title or not. It just felt. Eh, it just feels dumb having these. But it's 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 Drew McIntyre. He's on a different tier, right? They're the tag team main event different tier works for me yeah. i don't have a big I don't, i'm not i'm not as big on that like I, I don't mind like the usos also win mostly because roman is also there to protect them and stuff he wasn't there this week i don't mind it what do you think of cross's backstage segment we talked about last week how we need carrying cross to not be brooding <laughs> angry a villain who just like gives you the snarl and it's 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 awful but i'll allow it because this is the type of wrestling like i like when wrestling is this corny like if you're gonna be that bad keep putting it on tv that's fine you were fine with the cartooniness it was so stupid yes what did you think my favorite part is when he peeks around the corner and it's drew and as if drew wasn't like what they should have had drew if this was like comedic drew it would have been hilarious to have him just pop into the shot and be like, hey, what are we doing over here? I saw the camera and the lights. and Oh, hey, Cross. What are we talking about? Just off to the side, like eating popcorn, like watching him. <laughs> Cross just turns the corner and he sees Drew, but it's Drew just staring back at him being like with a bottle, with a, just with the popcorn. <sighs> you, you about done? Like, <laughs> I got to I got to talk about the Usos. Anyway, it was fine. Uh, and again, I, I don't mind it because it's so stupid. Like he can be this like guy who thinks he's really tough. Like I'm fine with that. Like, eh. and, and I, I'm seeing people in the chat being like, I was worried Mac Hat might lose, lose his push. Well, first of all, you got to believe. But also, one of the things that that's good right now about um, where WWE might be going is that they're willing to give weeks off to people and it's not like take a week off no but it's more like creatively we're letting things breathe a little bit just theory, have more stories and then you can like that's it <laughs> take theory for example we haven't seen we saw theory at the wrestlemania launch party 
That was the first time we've seen him since SummerSlam. Maybe he'll be on Raw, but regardless, he's kind of out of sight, out of mind, which is what he should be because when he pops up with that briefcase, it's going to remind people, oh, shit, he actually has a chance. Let it breathe. Got to be impactful. And so when that happens, I'm all for it. Either way, um, the Drew stuff was good. He's finally back to being Drew McIntyre, world beater, not Drew McIntyre, sword swinger who... Yeah, stupid it, jokes. Oh, man, it's good. It's really good. I'm really glad about that. There's a there's a, a certain um, connectivity with the audience that Drew has, and I like that. Yeah, yeah, you which, feel it, like which is hilarious because everyone's like, I want to pal around with this guy, but then you remember like this guy's also like six six and chiseled out of granite, and you're just like, oh, it, like standing next to him would be a very big shock for many people. Yeah, I would not feel comfortable piling around with him because he's so imposing. But like, he feels like a guy you could have a beer with on TV. I told you the mock story with him and Renee and my uh, my engagement photos. Did I tell you the story? Yeah. So uh, that, maybe. So my my partner, when my wife and I were getting married, uh, the engagement photos that we were doing were happening downtown in Kensington Market in Toronto. And uh, we're just walking by, taking random photos, da-da-da. And I see Renee and I see John Moxley, her husband. And they're just walking down the street. First of all, Renee's like this petite blonde woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you can tell that she's there. And, but she's also wearing a hat. So she's like trying to be kind of incognito, whatever. They're going somewhere. Uh, and then John is like this big beastie guy and he does he never looked that way because in wwe it's land of the giants but you see john in in person and he's like he's six three he's ripped he was wearing a hoodie and i was just like i was just dumbfounded for a minute and i'm never like that and i wanted to get a photo but like first of all they were going to something like they were in a rush so i didn't even say hello i was just like i just crossed paths i was like and yeah it was just a moment but my point is you see some of these people in real life and you're just like, oh shit, they are much bigger in person than I thought they would be. And then I see some people and I was like, oh no, the camera <laughs> and, and the lies help a lot. <laughs> Look at you, Joe Doring. <laughs> oh, no, he was guy. big. He was a big boy. He and was he big, was, but he, he wasn't he, that much taller. He than wasn't me. that. Yeah, yeah. He was like, you know, but he, he was like 6'3". Or, Six one. Yeah, I'm I'm six feet. He was almost yeah, uh, yeah like yeah. mouth taller, mouth to head taller than me. Yeah, he Wasn't had that big cowboy head. hat too. <laughs> he did. I'm glad he wore that for our interview. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh Nakamura and uh Gunter had a really good match. Uh we're gonna talk about all the other stuff, like the hit row stuff and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. But I do want to go there because um I saw some people being like, Oh, that was an unexpected finish, and I was like, Well, wait a minute. Gunter has been doing that power bomb. He's been doing that finish for quite a while. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, it was very. He strange. did that in NXT UK sometimes too. Like he did. Was, yeah, because he can't. Like, he can't win on a chop. He just can't win. No, on <laughs> unless their chest caves in, which I don't think you can really get the AR team on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I mean, I, I, it was good. They got time too. Like watching, um, yeah, watching Nakamura work and actually work it's mm-hmm. interesting enjoying it enjoying it he had the he had his black and gold pants on manifesting didn't work out but he, he was trying i have so sure that nakamura was gonna get it but you know what i like that nakamura yeah. seems to have this in reinvestment in his wrestling i'm all for that let's keep that up uh i just uh i wonder what happens now they're not going to do a rematch so quickly unless something no personal happens but gunter is not exactly the personal type when it comes to his wrestling neither is nakamura like, <laughs> they can only do so much personal like what did remember aj styles like it just becomes uh oh, in the ball. <laughs> yeah like what do you i don't know 
<laughs> I'm sorry for your ears, friends. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, actually, I really like that Wendy thing. It was so stupid. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, could you imagine? It's it's uh, Gunter and Kaiser. They they kidnap Nakamura's family. His surfboard. <laughs> they kidnap his surfboard. They chop it in half. My yes, God. Chop the surfboard. You want to surf all the time. How about you surf this? And it just cracks in half. And then Nakamura is in the background and he does the. No. no! A single tear. I wish I. Oh, wait, I do have it, but I can't load. I can't upload it in time. The Tommy Dreamer. When uh, when Johnny Bravo got shot, oh my god! And the impact yeah, ends yeah. with him just going, Beauty. "No!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, let's talk about Ronda Rousey. She comes out and she's just like, "Hey, I got a duffel bag full of money. I can afford this shit. Here's my fine money." And first of all, I was just like, "Okay, this is great for like all the wrong reasons." I enjoyed it. Was, it. The- it was some stuff I did too. I did too. I hate Ronda Rousey. Like, Thank you. Can't stand her. She actually had a little bit of charisma in this. Uh, and I mean, like, she did stuff that I hate. Like, say, I can afford it. But that gets over with a lot of Americans. People That's love that. That's a popular that. thing. Like, yeah, I. it was entertaining, at least. I thought it yeah. was stupid. And again, I can't stand Ronda Rousey. But, like, this worked. And then, <laughs> I'll let you I'll let you drive the, the shit. But, like, yeah, Ronda Rousey, pretty good. It's like, okay. I thought the money was going to be her saying, I'm going to buy out uh, Shayna Baszler's spot in the match. Because <laughs> I said it after SummerSlam, I said she's going to take three weeks off. They're going to give her a fine and suspension gimmick. And then she's going to come back and it's going to be Rousey. And like, there is no way Ronda Rousey isn't going to be in Cardiff. There is no way <laughs> yeah, she's missing that stadium show. Because yeah. she's being, the, 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 this is a massive show. You cannot have Ronda Rousey not there. Uh, unless she cannot physically travel to the UK, which... I don't think is the case. Um, either way, I, I I I enjoyed her popping up. I thought that the reaction for the crowd, like you, was friggin' strange. It was funny as hell. I was just like, yeah, Merka. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it was just, it was what it was. And then Shayna Baszler comes out and she confronts Rousey on the on the, the rampway, being like, you can't do that. That's not how you, things You have to here. follow the rules. <laughs> I was like, what the? When does Shayna Baszler what? become like little Miss Rule follower? And my favorite thing, by the way, shout out to Shayna Baszler wearing her 2002 Triple H cosplay. It was it was spot on. <laughs> like, it was a, the the it denim was jacket with the leather. Cosplay, like, yeah. She had to very gingerly take it off to put the arm bar on Liv. Good on, good on her. Uh, yeah, and then Liv comes out. And they then do a, Liv comes out. They would sign the contract. They talk. And bootleg Ronda Rousey is what Liv calls Shayna Baszler. And I'm like, oh, kind of. They are besties. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> And then the crowd starts chanting, you tapped out at Liv again. And the Liv thing is very strange. It is. She's, I don't know. Her promos also suck. Like, her on the mic is brutal. Like, Ronda outdid her this week. Like, Liv's really good at her promo being underdog. Yeah. And they tried to play that up further when she won the championship. Now they are trying to pivot, but it's not working. It's it's the pacing of her speech. It's the monotonousness. Like it's it's monotone. They're keeping her, by the way. They're keeping her this plucky underdog favorite because her arm is hurt. Which okay, I actually like that. Yeah. Giving her the little bulldog thing makes sense. Like that stuff will work over time. I think it's just yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. It's the promo stuff that's really killing me. Like she sounds like she can't move her face or a moat when she talks. And it, it concerns me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're planning on, but uh, it was just, yeah, it was different. It was not my favorite, but uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how they treat her at clash of the castle. I'm looking forward to seeing how, if they do the thing where she like pretends to be hurt until the beginning of the match. And then she takes off the, the brace and she's like, I'm fine, bitches. But that's it's also Liv. I, She's never been yeah. dominant champion Liv Morgan before. No, like I, I like the bulldog. I make her spike Dudley. Like <laughs> that type of stuff. I th- I think that could work. Could work. We'll see. I feel like they'll just go back to Ronda. I do. I feel like they'll do the triple threats and they'll have Ronda pin, I don't know, Shayna. And then they'll do Shayna versus Ronda. And I mean, that's how Vince McMahon would have done it. I don't know how Triple H would, would book it. Uh, yeah, it's hard to read this. I don't know. I don't know where yeah. it's going to go. I am intrigued, though. I am not. I'm not turned off by what is happening in this story. I still want to see it. Might like, you say, Tim, that you're titillated? Uh, no, <laughs> not no? for this. For others. No, but yes. you were titillated for I the maximum male models. Almost. I'm glad they got the week. See, they got the week off and yep. then they came back. And they did something interesting. They were so greased up. I've never. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> also, like them to say that like those photos probably suck. I was like, yeah, they're at a terrible angle. Like this is this is an awful shoot. Like Guys everyone is cheating. Though. Everyone is cheating the camera in the scene to every yeah. single person. It's just like you're trying to fit like what, four, or four, six people on screen at the same time. It's like that's tough. Do you boot Max Dupree out just to bring in Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo? Are you trying to say that Max Dupree is not worth if it's just one person? He's worth two people. That's that's value right there. I, I, I don't know. It's intriguing because, again, like kick him out, get L.A. Knight back. I'm fine with that. But I also don't mind if this continues. Maxine Dupree looked more um, in lust with these guys than she did intrigued by their modeling abilities. Exactly. It's inter- it's interesting because we're setting up a tag team match, a little tag team match that doesn't have any yeah. real stakes. It's just nice to see because I feel like I haven't seen it on WWE programming in years. Like yeah. that that quick little interaction probably won't see a match for two weeks. And, and again, going back to the Vince stuff, I think we would have just seen maximum male models week after week after week in a backstage segment until Vince got sick of it and yep. then tossed it aside and did nothing with it. Never that. to be heard from again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and it sounded like for all intents and purposes, he was kind of going that way because he was getting sick of Max Dupree. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if Max was like, have them wrestle. Why are they just doing this? And Vince was like, I don't want them to wrestle. I want them to entertain. God damn it. Titillate, to, yeah. yeah, I want them to titillate the juices of your guilty pleasure. Tell them that. Oh, man. Anyway. Five million riding on this. Me and Donald. Anyway. No more five millions. <laughs> Uh, Ricochet is going to have another match with Baron Corbin. Also, but he wants the Intercontinental Championship. At least he made that known. His promos don't suck anymore. What happened? <laughs> oh, they're, not, they're not that great, but they're there. They're not that bad, though. Like, he, I don't know. He emotes. He, it's he does. Wears a He's lot still of paint. a dork. Love terrible paint. attire. Like, but, like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm okay with dork Ricochet as long as he, you know, because he, he shows out in the ring. So. Did you see him dancing at the WrestleMania party? I did. <laughs> Dork. Yeah. Uh, he's happy. Good enough for him. Uh, yeah. So strong episode of SmackDown. Well, we'll we're not bearing the lead here. Hit Row returns. That means on Raw, we had the return of Dexter Loomis. On SmackDown, we had the return of Hit Row. 
And then when we talk about AEW very shortly, CM Punk came back. Kenny Omega is probably coming back this coming Wednesday. A lot of wrestlers kind of filling the spots again. And like, really, Bray Wyatt's on the table, Yeah, apparently. Presumably. I, I, th- I think it's done. I think he's yeah. signed. I really touch and Naomi is another one. So basically as this is the, 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 the comedy side, I'm just, I'm sitting here. Remember when TK was bringing people back all the time and people were like, it's too many returns. It's too many things. And then TK would do the, the, the weekly has a huge announcement. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to do triple H has a huge announcement to open up Monday. Night <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Cause we're almost there. We're all like triple H looked at the TK formula while he was away and said like, Oh, I can do that. I can do when, that. I can do that. I can do that better. In fact, so I'm, 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 I'm enjoying this. I don't love the TK bringing in a billion people formula. I don't. No, me neither. But WWE needs it. Whereas AEW absolutely doesn't like, like here's the thing. Okay. For let's go to hit row specifically. Everyone immediately should like, Oh, where's the fourth? Oh, there's no swerve. Oh, there's no, I was like, you know what they don't need is like three man groups. They need tag teams. They're fine as they are. Like, need more trios. Damn it. WWE is like Hit Row is fine with yeah. Top Dollar and Ashanti the Adonis because like. The... Yeah. By the way, I, I don't put Trick and Mellow. Don't put Mellow like no. in Hit Row. That was a very weird thing. And listen, I was. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like ever. Someone was like, "Stop putting your." Fa-. I think it was Top Dollar who was like, "Stop putting all your favorite black wrestlers in our stable." Like we're not taking so, applications. Like so. Here's the thing. I listen. I was on a watch along with two black men, and I was like, "You guys, like, we all know why people are saying put Mellow and Trick into this into Hit Row." And I was like, "And, and they're just like, because he's black." I'm like, "Thank you." And I'm sitting. I'm like, I shouldn't. I. I I don't want to put it like I shouldn't be the guy I say, but like it's very plainly obvious and it's very, very strange that people immediately equate like my favorite black wrestlers should all be in a stable together. Like I I don't don't do that because I want to see them. I want to see my favorite wrestlers in various parts of TV, not just lumped together in one segment. They need tag teams, duos. Like yeah, exactly. Let let Ashanti the Adonis and uh and and B Fab and and AJ Francis uh what are they calling him? They call him AJ. Top dollar, top dollar, top dollar. Not nada, not nada. nada. Uh, let let him, let right. them, all three of them shine as a trio slash a duo with a manager or a valet or whatever Swerve's they're going to do. Just fine. He's all Swerve's fine. It's all good. Swerve's happy for them as yeah. he should be. They're all buddies. Like, forget about it. Yeah. And in the chat, like Johnny and Candace is another return possibility. That's another man and a woman to add to the roster. Braun, I don't know if Braun's going to be coming back so quick. You don't think so? I Not think so he's quick. still got a narrative to finish controlling, oh but his, God, his partner is still part of yes. WWE so. and being pushed heavily, but who knows? Uh, yeah. Like there was a nation of domination. About the <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't want to go there, but like it's, it is what it is. Um, either way, it's just very, very strange. And I just, I never understood it. I, and, and by the way, you don't add trick and mellow to that group. You know who you add to that group? Santos Escobar. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> This is my new family, and they're just going to be like, get the hell away from us. Please leave. <laughs> no, you know who you add? It's not Santos. You add Cameron Grimes. Oh, my God. We're going to the moon. Get I can the rap. My us. theme song's a rap song. <laughs> I had rap. I like rap. Rap is not crap. Anyway, let's move <laughs> on. You're saying rap. <laughs> rap is cramp. Uh, that's for later. Uh, but, okay, so so 
here's the thing. Once upon a time, people were kind of talking about the what happens when you run out of pops story. You know, yeah. it, Tony Khan is just building a company based on uh, now we're literally looking at this on the WWE side. It's like, man, you just bring it back everybody. But again, depth in the roster is what we're working towards. This is it's this just, is too uh, this has a purpose. Like they need people because they do not have enough. Like it's just really funny to watch, like. Not, it's not the conversation because people aren't actually having this conversation, which is great in some ways because the tribalism yeah, yeah, yeah. is is not there. Um, but it's nice to see that like there's an expressed interest in Triple H stacking his roster again and at least trying to make it seem like there's roster depth. Whereas on the other side of the aisle, it was always like, oh, there's too many people. And you know what? I agree with that. There are yeah, too same. many listeners. Like, whereas WWE has two shows with two separate brands, like well, three. So, like, they need wrestlers to fill, like I said, like, 10 to 12, 15 stories that need to be ongoing at all times. Like, they yeah. had. like. And know. Tony said, he was like, I, uh, I have three hours of TV. Yeah. Really, he's got more if you count the YouTube shows. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, and I have to showcase my depth that way. WWE has seven and a half hours or whatever it is of their show, and they have to showcase their depth in that way. Now, that would have been an excellent point to make if, it had been the other way around that AEW has seven and a half hours of TV and WWE has three. Yeah. It's like his doesn't make sense because they're also like, it is one, like they, I don't know. It, it, it's frustrating to me because like, it feels like they're going by the seat of their pants, just trying to pop people like one week to the next rather than long-term builds. Like I, I, their pay-per-views feel like episodes of dynamite for the most part. Like the big matches are still like, like we just saw an amazing pay-per-view quality match with Chris Jericho, John Moxley built on yeah. the dynamite in like two weeks. Like, and then we do what's the next pay-per-view all out? Is that all out is in three weeks. Yeah, like what's it? It's just gonna feel like another dynamite. Like I, I don't know. So let's talk about that main event. Yeah. How did you feel about Mox and Jericho? Good match, great match. I enjoyed it match. quite a bit. Yeah, he came out to not Judas. Which I was incorrect about. Expected Judas. I think because it was so obvious, they didn't go with it. Yeah, but it was good. so. Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, good match. Uh, there was some discourse, of course, about the lion tamer through the commercial break. I enjoyed it. I thought it was silly, stupid shit. Uh, they don't need to. It, it's a rest hold, and you know what? I know it's Jericho's like submission move, but come on, we all know what this is, and it we is knew that. Fine. You look at the clock. You know how much time is left. The fact that they ended five minutes early, that got people talking. So, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I'll pull up Pile Driver Finisher being like, WWE is just getting by. Can't tell whether AW is surviving or thriving. And it's true. I have weeks where I'm like, oh, AW is absolutely firing yeah, on cylinders. It's up and down. Like, it, I yeah. just. I just want more, again, I, I want more stories out of both of them. Like, WWE yeah. seems to be working towards that direction, but again, they're working from a deficit. AEW has all of the potential to do it. It's just, I feel like, it's, I feel like Tony Khan's getting in his head about what's happening and just try, like, feeling more panicked than he needs to be about things. Like, people are watching. The shows are selling. Like, it's also, I don't know, I, again, you can go to the hardcore internet crowd and absolutely book for them and that crowd will be happy forever and ever amen but again like, people are going to keep bringing up what happens to the second million it's not even about the second million it's just how do you make your product uh you know how do you make it sexy how do you make it viewable and how do you make it engaging for people who don't know 
the things that you're trying to tell them, right? How do you how do you invite them into your product if they don't understand what your product is beyond like, oh, they sometimes don't even tell you like, this guy was big on the indies. Like the Mance Warner thing, I understood some of the conversation involved, but also I think AEW did a really good job of showing videos of Mance Warner. They showed they have- him winning at Ric Flair's last match. They made sense of him. They have been in. doing better at that. Like there was another, uh, I can't remember who it was recent, like this week. There, there was another thing where they gave me a recap that made Oh, it was, um, it, it was Ricky Starks versus, uh, Ricky Starks oh, versus, uh, huh. solo. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like that, they gave a little recap, like they're doing better at that. A big part of that is also because the new Japan relationship helps them because like not from the, from that one specifically, but in general, they're getting the footage they need to tell the stories when they're trying to do it in five minutes. Like I'm, I'm feeling that's a little bit better, but it's still like they're just throwing stuff at me left and right. And and that's the thing. So so Punk comes back, great. Everyone's super jazz. Everyone's really excited, rightfully so, because we were all talking a few weeks ago how maybe Punk's not ready. They saw him at San Diego Comic Con and he was limping, and but really he was working. Everyone, great, love that for us. However, he comes back and it's fine, and it, he clears house, and they do the thing with Mox. The stare down is great. Again, the last five minutes of Dynamite, probably the best. If they had just done the gang war shit. Everyone would have been panning this entire episode. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. 100%. That's the recency bias, Tim. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, I yeah. don't think that this episode of Dynamite was great. I don't think it was. It wasn't really exceptional. Fun. Like, yeah, it had like, its moments. The the opening match was like again the wrestling. A lot of it was really good, but the narrative stuff. Me. You have three managers doing the exact same thing on one yes, show, and hate it. trying to get people into your group. You can't do that three times in one show with three different managers of three different groups because there's no reason for them to be loading up their their groups like that's, not a, that's what I mean. like why these people I, are competing for these for these people to join them i saw some people talking about stokely trying to recruit non-black wrestlers that's fine like i'm not complaining yeah, about of course. that what i am complaining yeah. about is the need for stokely to have more than one group like i don't i don't why the hell is he not satisfied with jade who's a 36 and 0 champion like and the baddies who who need to actually wrestle and win like i i don't think that he needs to have other factions i think he just needs tv time that is like compelling so like, right. i don't know that's frustrating to me because like i don't i don't need to see this i don't need to see him recruiting the ass boys i don't like it's funny as it was yeah it's funny it is funny like they're writing funny little bits but there's no through line and stuff gets dropped all the time and that's starting to get tedious right like Young Bucks stuff with Dark Order and Hangman, that's coming together in a way that I like. Uh, I will give them praise for that because the segment, while it felt like it kind of went on a little too long, they kind of waited a lot for stuff. It still felt like, you know, Bucks being turned down by Adam Page felt like a it felt like a big moment it felt that's like that's the right choice yeah yeah like, yeah they yeah. made it, it was a big letdown and it was adam page being like i'm gonna be in dark orders corner uh and now people are kind of putting two and two together you know this week they're doing a trios match with uh well, with kenny and the bucks really <laughs> the bucks Which, like, and a mystery I, partner well, i like the, like, i like the nod to cutler at the end i thought yeah. that was okay like <laughs> I don't want it to be Kenny. I really don't want it to be Kenny. You know what it's going to be? It's not going. It's going to be like Flip Gordon, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh fuck this!" I want. I want them to come out with Brandon Cutler and just look really sad about it. Just be like, "Oh, we're going to lose." And then Kenny <laughs> just comes out, and like this, that would be fine with me if that's Kenny's return, as long as they tease that it's going to be Cutler. But if they come out and it's Kenny, I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah, of course it is. 
It's Scott Steiner. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know why. It's they just pop Scott. a pop. I don't even know where they are this week. I'm sure someone in the chat's going to tell me where where AEW is this week. I can easily just do this. I think they're in like they're in West Virginia. They're in Charleston, West Virginia. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, who's yeah. a West Virginian wrestler that can join them? Matt Seidel. I don't know where Matt's from. Uh, no, isn't either he way, he seems like a Florida person. So we saw the trios brackets again, stumpy brackets. I know you love those. Um, and the finals are it all out because, of course, they are. Uh, are we doing Dark Order in the finals with Hangman in their corner versus the Young Bucks and Kenny? And then a Dark Order member gets taken out, like John Silver, and then Paige has to get involved and join the team for the trios final. See, that's interesting. There's options. They have a ton of options with this, and I think that could be that could be cool. Yeah, there's something in that. Or you can just do, you know, the Bucks and Kenny make it to the finals against House of Black, um, and then it's a pretty good heel face matchup. I would be fine with that too. Yeah. It feels like everyone else is just inconsequential to their brackets. There's go. Oh, and of course we got to set up uh, Kenny and Will Osprey and the Aussie Open. Uh, they they've got their. Aussie, Aussie Open has uh, a Death Triangle in their first round match. Mm. So let's just assume Death Triangle loses, but let's also assume that Kenny and Osprey are going to have some sort of interaction. Um, if they're smart, the match that they do with Kenny and the Bucks versus, and again, we're completely assuming that it's Kenny and the Bucks because uh, they basically told you without telling you. Uh, the, the idea is um, you do Kenny and the Bucks versus Osprey and Aussie Open and don't have kenny and osprey touch at all in that trios match yeah that'd be cool do your best to, to lay that out i don't think that triangle's winning because i don't think that uh pock is around enough to no it's too yeah that. yeah that's why they gave him the atlantic championship they were just like go to the uk go do everything but do it under the guise of an AEW champion and i think that's yeah. great i it actually um, the second he won that title at at forbidden door i was like oh i guess that means that he's working the uk's with that title and he's working the uk indies with that title so i'm sure it is yeah it's fine. Fine. he's a brand ambassador <laughs> you know what you can use it that way and it makes sense absolutely it's a good way to get the, the the company out there and getting people talking about it i'm fine with that makes sense to me exactly is there what else from from AEW was good this week they did the lucha brothers versus la facción and gobernables like, but good honestly, match yeah like like they do the, the monthly or bi-monthly penta gets his mask you know yeah 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 exactly yeah all, the, the, the whole back half of it actually i stopped paying attention but the start oh. of it was good and the coffin match the coffin match coffin was match. great i really yeah. enjoyed that and like Part I was going back and forth, but it was just like, do I really need to see Darby win another coffin match? And I was like, you know what? It's fine. Let him have a special boy little match. Like, that's okay. <laughs> good boy. Good match. Uh, yeah. who, who's going to beat Darby Allen in his coffin match, though? And why is it Sting? Let's, yeah, let's build it to 9-0 and in coffin matches and then have him lose one. That's the way to do it. It's going to be Julia Hart versus uh, Darby Allen in a coffin match. Julia Hart gets her big win. Ah, <laughs> oh, that Miro promo. <laughs> I don't know what the, like, she just pops up out of nowhere in the shadows, just like, <laughs> hey, I'll it have felt sex like with you. It felt like bad high school theater. Did. Only one woman can touch me. And that <laughs> you, is are you are not her. You are not her. Okay, I get it. She's I love how he added, he added that extra line that was completely unnecessary. <laughs> and you are not her. Yeah, I, you. that was inferred from your first statement, but that's fine. All I'm saying is that maybe because they're both blonde, they get a little confused once in a while. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, man. 
You can also leave a thumbs up on this video while you're here because that's just what you do. It's, uh, it's good. I, again, like this was another one. This is on the same level as the cross thing for me. Like it was bad, but I enjoy it. I don't mind Miro being such a freak. You know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about my favorite moment from Rampage. Hook comes out to Tony Tavani. <laughs> and Tony's just like, hey, you won the title. Yep. Hey, you want to defend it next week? Yup. Yup. Who are you going to defend it against? Mm. And then out comes who? Some guy. <laughs> I immediately, I wrote down on Twitter, that's JWoww's husband, by the way. And people were just like, oh. <laughs> so stupid. Zach Clayton. People were very confused. At the 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 high the you main even added me. <laughs> yeah i was like at joel pearl who is this guy and you had already answered it and i did i just didn't see it in the timeline like amazing it's i it, just it, it, rampage was just like how can we add even more people who suck to our roster who don't need to be signed or or present on aew programming when we have a roster this deep He's done a bunch of dark. I get it. I mean, clearly they I like care. it. I don't so care. A, again, like, so, okay. This is the big thing with the the, the Parker signing. And I mentioned this on, like, on Why Twitter is he well. signed is insane to me. Like, That's this is thing. this is absolute lunacy. Because it's like, what do you see in this guy? Like, And before everybody tries to jump in and be like, well, a, a Ring of Honor is supposed to be a developmental territory. Here's the problem with calling it a developmental territory. You don't have any developmental coaches in place right now to make this make Claudio sense. Claudio Castagnoli is your champion. <laughs> Let's just get them on TV. But my point is, if you're going to call AEW, or if you're going to call Ring of Honor your, develop, your developmental territory, you have to have something in place to show that you have development going on. Yeah. I, I said it on Twitter. I'm like, he's your problem now. Parker is whatever. He's fine. He's, Zach is like, not signed, by the way. Zach Clayton, as far as okay, I understand, yeah, he is he's not signed. There, which is, again, a waste. Like, it's such a waste. You're, you're ruining opportunities for, for people who are actually being paid by you, like, via contract. Anyway. And so, uh, Parker is signed. So Parker yeah. is signed. He got the, the graphic from Tony Khan. He's like, you want a match, therefore you get. And I was like, that's it? You win and get in? But on top of that, I, I said, I was like, Parker's going to. He's, he's going to have his match on, on Rampage. They'll win it. Or wait, who are they facing? The best friends? Uh, maybe they uh, won't. Whatever. After the, after the tournaments, he's gone. Like it, it, He's going to be Orlando's problem now because he'll be on Dark. And I get that people are just like, every time people show up, they just wind up on Dark. And that's not the case. This is the case for this one. Yeah, he is not ready. Like You can look at the... Anyway, his moveset is small. He has a weird brand man that he insists on keeping <laughs> and they're like, not letting him be trendsetter parker because apparently like if you go on his instagram he's just like he, he wears he's very fashion forward he's very well you know connected when it comes to that world and some of the hip-hop world work on that don't yeah, have him look like dollars for brock lesnar yeah with his puppy paw tattoos on his shoulder very visible in the close-ups i was like okay that's oh. tough i guess <laughs> So when when Harland debuted 
Well, first of all, they rushed the shit out of that. That's different. Yeah, that was it. Well, when Harlan debuted, everyone was like, "You covered him up. Why would you put the full the full bodysuit on?" Because he's you're made some choices now. Yeah, you're seeing this is the MVP thing. When MVP was brought into WWE, Vince McMahon immediately was like, "Cover up your chest. Get something. Don't wrestle in a t-shirt, but get something." And yeah. so he went with that zip up, whatever. Which was. um, and it worked for him. But the point was, Vince didn't. A, he didn't like his stomach. Oh, that's fine. Which, there was that's a Vince's thing. nonsense. Like it was a they did the thing. same thing with uh with Keith Lee completely incorrectly. But right, exactly. But with with Parker, it's just like there was a reason why they covered him up that way. And part partially it was to you know give you a better um physical more physical look. Someone if he wants to be Brock Lesnar, like you can have bad tattoos, but they they have to they have to look imposing. They like, do. They've, so they your, made your puppy's paw is like i get it it's a personal decision i have tattoos like but, but and you know my tattoos if i pop my shirt off i'm not gonna look like a scary man like they're like cute little animals but like anyway so above all of this i i just i don't know why they signed them it seems i quick. don't understand why and like i you know i don't Show mind me. this trust buster thing but like Arya Davari's not selling it to me. He kind of reeks of like desperation to get over on TV. So yeah. it's like, I don't believe you're you're a billionaire, which is what you're kind of signaling. <laughs> like show me that you're going to start a development territory. And show me that you have development coaches in place if this is the way you want to run your company. And that's fine. WWE is absolutely the only company out there that runs a developmental system in professional wrestling and True. it works for them some of the time but either some way the point is might work better now <laughs> the idea is they bring in people to teach them their way of wrestling of wwe of sports entertainment whatever you want to call it and it works for them um or at least it's supposed to the the aew way could easily just be we're gonna pick the indies and we're going to pick some of your favorites in the Indies and we're going to bring them in and we're going to give them opportunities and that's going to be good. Uh, but they're not doing that. They are doing that. Plus they're bringing in developing talent or. Yeah. Talent I mean, they've hired Madison rain and stuff and they have the nightmare factory people. Like there's stuff they could do. It could be in pro process. Like I'm not, I'm not saying it's not something that they're working on. I don't know. I, I don't think that they have explicitly signaled that ring of honor is destined for this i really don't think that that has he said anything he's never no said but that. that was the initial report that was like, the that initial was cast, that yes. was a cassidy yeah. Haynes report but the thing is cass is usually pretty good with that things can change things can easily change and it'll come down to what you know what type of deal they're able to secure when it comes to their television and ending other product yeah and like well anyway madison reigns there maybe she can work as a, as a coach because that was the intention i thought but the first thing they do is throw her on tv and i was like oh well i guess she coaches while doing like i don't know i don't know what to expect but i just i'm hoping for better and again i shouldn't have to preface this but every time we talk about this stuff it's because we're trying to we're trying to make things better or we're trying to give our view on how things could be better yeah uh, like i thought dynamite was pretty good but then rampage was like a letdown i'm glad to see sunny get some shine it's in an unexpected way. We'll see where it goes. It doesn't not have potential. Like, just like Parker, he doesn't not have potential. I just don't think he's at the point where he should be getting shots over other people who are very talented. Like, once again, currently, and you, this can always change given how things play out. I don't see this going out of Orlando moving yeah. forward. Like the Sunny Kiss and Parker stuff, I see them doing a, a Beauty and the Beast tag team, but it's going to be on dark. And if that works, that works fine. 
but like I don't see it happening anywhere else right now on the main roster. Yeah. Main roster, sorry. On on Dynamite or, or on Rampage. That's just how I feel. Um that, that's just where we're in. So we'll see. I don't I don't I, I see in the chat someone saying Dynamite's been on a hot streak the past three weeks. I don't fully agree with that. I think that this past week was um much bigger because of the CM Punk return and an and a really good basically a really strong open and a really strong close. Yeah, it was bookended the rest of the show, very well. Very, very well. Go back and watch the rest of the show. Again, it's subjective entertainment. I didn't care for a lot of the stuff in the middle, but the opening and the closing were great. They had the little and the buck stuff. Again, again, stuff in the middle. I didn't go through and be like, this is the best show yeah, ever. Yeah. Oh my God. But I definitely walked through and I was like, that's oh, fine. Two and a half things, right? Coffin match, punks return, the bucks. Those yeah. were my things that I remember. So effective. Two and a half like things. it was a it was a well-run show. Again, I didn't need all the quake at the lake crap. <laughs> What next was week the, is the House of Dragons? <laughs> yeah, I know. Next week is holy hell. If I can never hear about Game of Thrones again, which was the most disappointing piece of content I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> enjoy. I have been disappointed significantly less by all wrestling because I have way less expectations out of it. Like, Game of Thrones is infuriating to be reminded existed. And uh, I'm not going, I don't care about your spinoff series. You ruined the main one. Will the dragons show up in this one? I don't care. The two out of three falls sounds interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Though that's the American dragon. He'll show up for that one. Yeah, exactly. Let's get out of here. Tim, where can the people find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me at Tim Stone P T I M B S T O N E P Twitter, Instagram. YouTube.com slash fightful overbooked. We drop this content every single day. Sometimes twice a day. Go check out Newsworthy with me and Jeremy Lambert. We talk about the news you may have missed and some of the news that you probably saw and made fun of on the internet. We do that every Saturday. We drop that. We record it on Friday. Don't tell anybody. I'm Atrol Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.